stay ahead of your competition, a lot of your success rises or falls based on your current marketing plan. Get ready for the Mojo Marketing Edge Radio Show. Today, hosts Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez will open up your awareness of the many different ways to market your business and reap major results. Now, here's the team behind Mojo Video Marketing, Ira and Corey. Hello, hello, hello. This is Corey Michael Sanchez here. have our co-pilot, uh, my business partner, Mr. Ira Rosen over there. Say hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. We've got some great content for you today. We're going to talk about some very important things, some elements in your business on how to build a following of raving fans and what else, Corey? Well, here's the deal. We're going to talk about one of the biggest and best ways to actually increase your revenue in this coming year. And it's and it, it, it's not just about adding social currency and all of that stuff. It's something that's incredible. This is pivotal to your business. And if you're not doing this in your business right now, then guess what? You need to start doing it right away. So we're going to give you some very practical advice on how to do this the best. But um, let's talk about it, Iris. So we're going to talk about today, building social currency, building your database, building a, a fan base of raving fans, of following a community. And how do you actually monetize it? So, so let's actually start it off with, Ira, what is social currency and why is it important for today's business owner? Okay, great question. I'm glad we're talking about this today because this is something that rarely gets discussed. And social currency is, look at, look, picture in your mind you have a bank account and we all have social currency or you can call it social capital. And if you're... At the t- as an example, Oprah has massive amount of social currency. Uh, she's influential. People trust her. They like her. They will take her word on things. They will follow her. And that to me is, you know, Bill Gates, people of, you know, Donald Trump would like him or not, high, high social currency. So it's people that have high levels of influence, trust, and are regarded as absolute experts, and people admire them, and they follow them, and they take their lead on many different things. And so, and we're going to talk about how do you increase your social currency. That'll be one of the things we're going to talk about today. So, you know, let's talk about it because essentially there's a statistic out there, Ira, that says how how much effort, how much time, how much money it takes to go out and bring in somebody new versus just building a community and going with what you have. Okay, absolutely. It costs five to 10 times more to go out and find new customers and new clients than just go back to the people that we've already met, that already know who we are, we already have a relationship with. So it's all about just, you know, part of this is follow-up, then once you follow up, what happens after that? And then, of course, you know, all business starts and begins and ends with great relationships that are not just wonderful in the beginning, but are sustainable over a period of time. Yeah, I mean, it's not really in everybody's pocketbook to go out there and find new deals all the time. It's best to just have clients that consistently use your services or that can actually refer you to other people. I mean, that's the best way to do it. And, you know, it's the same. We're building communities here. And, and like Yelp, just take Yelp. Yelp is one of the biggest, most rapidly expanding web properties that's out there. And the reason is because it's all 
all based upon building a following, building social currency, building you know a, a database of people that like your stuff and that are willing to give you excellent ratings and reviews. And it's public. It's out there. In fact, they don't hardly ever take off reviews on a, on a business or an establishment because they want those details to be out there for everybody to find them. So if you give bad service or you have a bad product or you know you, you, your employees aren't working with your customers very well, then everybody should know about that. And so everything's very visible. Everything is very public. Your relationships are right there. They're, they're all right there online. You can see them. You can see who they are. They've got their names attached to them. You know, people are giving bad reviews. It's not anonymous anymore. People are, are putting their stamp of approval and say, I went to this business. The service wasn't great. Here's why. Here's what you should know about doing business with this organization or I went here to this place the food was amazing the service was incredible you should absolutely go there and you should try the XYZ platter right so this is exactly what's going on in today's age is is we're building a very visible following so people people not only know you but they know your other followers and you know your raving fans and who's loving you and who's not loving you and it's all it's a very different game than it used to be wouldn't you say ira absolutely i mean people cannot hide anymore uh, not that they were hiding before but if they were then it's things are extremely transparent and everything is really under a, un, under a microscope, and the whole world can see. And so one of the things, and just, you know, regarding social capital just for a moment, it's the, the quickest way to get social capital is to do things for other people with expecting nothing back in return. And the more you do for others, the more they're going to be drawn to you, magnetically drawn to you, and the more people that are magnetically drawn to you, the more influence you're going to have over them. But it's all about building an audience. It's sort of like, you know, let's say you have this world-class speaker that has this amazing message, and he goes into this auditorium, and there's nobody in the room. It's an empty auditorium. He's not going to be able to really impact or help anybody. So you've got to have an audience and you have to be building that audience every single day. It's like one one piece of the puzzle every day. And your, your database, your group, your following, some people call it a tribe, uh, is either growing each day or it's regressing and never stays the same. Yeah, so, you know, we're always out there trying to get more clients and customers, and actually one of the best ways to do that is to build your your goodwill among the, your followers and to build an actual database of it. So, Ira, how would you, what would you define as a database, and is it different than social capital and social currency and a following, and how do they relate? Okay, well, a database is someone that you're, you have a relationship with, that you know them, they know you, and you want to be able to, you know, and you're communicating with them the, on a consistent basis. Now, um, I, I ran into somebody a while ago and he said, yeah, I've got a database and we've all run into people like this. Yeah, I've got probably about a 20,000 people in my database. Anytime I hear these big numbers, I already, you know, I already know that there's probably something out of whack here. And I said, when's the last time you communicated with these people? And he paused and he got real quiet. Well, actually, it's been well over a year. Well, here, here's some facts. Every month you don't communicate with your database, you lose over 10% of your influence. So that means in six months, if you haven't communicated with that group, over half of that group doesn't even consider you relevant. And after a year, 
most of them probably forgot that you're even, you know, on the planet. So it's really important that you're in, it's kind of like dating. If you, if you um, go on a date and you stay in front of the, you know, you send that person flowers and cards and candy and you're calling them all the time, you're going to foster and build that relationship. If you call that person after a year of the date, and they're not even going to remember who you are, that's probably not going to give you the result that you're looking for. Yeah, and, you know, that a database, like an actual physical database is a storehouse of information that you might have on your, your prospects, your customers. You might have names, email addresses, phone numbers, you know, actual physical addresses that you can send direct mail pieces to. That's called building a database. Now, it's just one. It's not just one thing to have the database, but like I already said, it's important to reach out to those people and not just kind of keep it there stored up somewhere, you actually want to communicate with your database through email marketing, perhaps. Maybe you have an email newsletter that you send out regularly, maybe once a month, maybe twice a month, that's keeping you in contact in front of your database, your following. Maybe it's on social media. Maybe you drive people to your Facebook fan page, and that's where you update people. Or maybe it's your LinkedIn page, or you have a Twitter account that's very active, and you're always posting great content information. Or Perhaps it's on your blog. I mean, there's lots of different ways to build a database. And these days, you know, it, it, whereas before it used to be, let's just build a physical address database so we can send direct mail pieces to everybody. And today it's much different. I mean, now you've got email marketing where you can just in, in one file swoop and a couple of clicks of a button, you're getting in front of maybe a thousand, maybe a couple hundred, and maybe, maybe up to a hundred thousand people in your database. And it only takes sheer moments to do that. And to create a message that gets in front of all these people, I mean, that's called leverage, right? You do, think, you do something one time, and all of a sudden, you're communicating with everybody that you know, everybody that wants to follow you. So there's different kinds of databases. These days, it's important to build as many different kinds of databases as possible, right? Because you might, you might have a buyer there that you can only get a hold of them through direct mail, so you should do that. Or lots of people, maybe only email is the best medium for connection. Email to this day is still one of the the least expensive, most effective ways to drive response, to drive reactions, and to get people to do something. Right, but maybe there's that person that ah, they're only interested in things off social media. They're always on Facebook, and and that's really where they look to to get their information, to to get the details, and to really build a relationship with you. So you got to know that different people. It's kind of like different strokes for different folks. I mean, people have different ways they like to communicate. And to build their their relationships with those companies that they like to do business. And, you know, I just want to talk real quick about, like I said, tribes. I mean, there's a book out there um, by Seth Godin. Seth Godin's a, a really interesting entrepreneur. I mean, he's... He's uh, created other books called the, the Big Moo or The Purple Cow or The Lynchpin. You know, he's got all these crazy books about, you know, marketing. You know, one's called Meatball Sunday. I mean, he's got, he's really an expert at really kind of gaining uh, exposure for brands, being different and building that community. And he's got some interesting things that he wrote in this book called Tribes. We Need You to Lead Us. That's by Seth Godin. And one of the quotes I just want to pull out is something that he wrote. It says, a tribe is a group of people connected to one another, connected to a leader, and connected to an idea. And for millions of years, human beings have been part of one tribe or another. And a group needs only two things to be a tribe, a shared interest and a way to communicate. And that's what people are looking for. I mean, people really are looking for ways to connect 
Right. It, it, it's interesting because in this world right now, you've got you've got people connected in ways that they've never been able to connect before. You know, with with the interwebs, with Facebook, you can have friends all the way across the globe and communicate with them on a daily basis. With Skype, you can take do video voice chats and phone calls and and all kinds of stuff all through the interwebs. And it, what's interesting now is that even though there's more connections possible, more technology, more ways you can communicate with people, people need more connection these days because I feel like they're getting less of it. And that's what they're searching for in really solid brands. They, want to, they don't want to just buy your product, right? They don't just want to buy, you know, that, that uh, laundry detergent. They want to connect with it. They want some kind of emotion or response to it. A lot of people buy laundry detergent that their parents used to buy, that their parents used, and because there's an emotional connection there. And that's really what Seth Godin's talking about when he's talking about building a tribe. Absolutely. And, you know, in this new economy, this global economy, and things have shifted. Things are so different than they were even a couple of years ago, even last year. The See, the Internet is the coolest thing that has ever happened, you know, since, uh, you know, since man has been on the planet. But at the same time, there's a lot of there's a, the flip side of that is people, even though they have maybe 5000 people that are friends on Facebook or whatever, they are feeling alienated and disconnected. And the reason for that is there's less and less human interaction, and people are hungry for that connection. You know, talking about what Corey's referring to as an example, we've seen kids sit at a dinner table, and they're not talking to each other, and they're both on phones texting one another. Or people in the workplace that are in, next to each other, divided by a cubicle, and rather than talk and stand up and have a real conversation, they're texting back and forth either on their phone or, or Google chat or something like that. So it's, it, the world has really shifted a lot. And so understanding this and really capitalizing on this, there's a big gap there that needs to be filled. People are hungry for that connection. So people want to do business with with individuals more than they want to do business with companies. So they're looking for that connection, and that to, the, that to them is more important than any other one thing. If they don't vibe with that person, so if you start a tribe, you start a following, the way you get people to follow you is you give them massive value. You take an interest in them. Um, you ask them great questions. Why? Because you care. You cared enough to ask them those questions. You know, some of the questions you could ask someone to, to really draw them in is, you know, what keeps you up at night? You know, what's your biggest challenge in your business right now? What's that one thing that's really holding you back? You know, what's the best way that I could help you? Is there any one thing right now that is really a barrier for you in your business? Those are the kinds of questions that very few people actually ask. And the fact that you're you're offering things like that up, you're giving them solutions, you're giving you're making this connection with them not only from business standpoint, but also on a personal level, one by one by one, people say, you know what, I know, like, and trust this person. And this person has something that I think is relevant and something that's important. And I think I'm going to really, I'm, I, I want to interact with this person on a consistent basis. And if you're sending them information all the time, and if you were to stop, suddenly they're going to feel a void 
uh, with, you know, where's, you know, I haven't heard from you for a while. As an example, we've had people in our sales funnels for, you know, months and even years. And for whatever reason, they, they fell off our, our list. And then we, we get an email from, geez, I haven't heard from you guys in a couple months. What's up? I'm, I'm missing your emails. That's when you know that you really have built a great relationship with somebody in your tribe. Wouldn't you agree, Corey? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're going to take a short break here in, in, in just a moment. And when we're going to come back, we're going to tell you our hot list. What are the ways that are the best for keeping in constant communication with your database, with your following, with your fans? How do you do that? What does it look like? How can you do that starting this week? And how can you make it easy on yourself? So we'll be back in just a moment to go through our hot list of the best ways to communicate with your following. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you a single parent trying to create the balance between home life and work life? You may be running a successful business, but how are your relationships with your family and children? If you're one of the thousands of people trying to juggle it all, tune in to Straight Up with Chris, real talk on business and parenthood, Hosted by Chris FSU. Chris is the portrait of the success story. Coming to the U.S. with no language skills, founding and growing several businesses while raising his daughter from age 7 to adulthood as a single dad. Listen every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show. The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Mojo Marketing Edge. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to connect at mojovideomarketing.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, we are back. And when we before we left for a quick break, we were talking about. What are the hot lists, the, the, the ways that you can communicate with your fans, your raving fans, your audiences, and do it the best way to keep them centered and focused on your message and really building more and deeper relationships with you? So we've got here the hot list of so the top ways to do this, and then we'll go through some other ways that you can actually build that, that communication platform 
in your business. And remember, this is all about business. There's, there's ways to get a hold of people uh, that are different for, from businesses rather than just person to person, right? So there's tons of ways that you can communicate if you're, uh, if you're communicating with your friends and all of that stuff. But we're talking about how do you communicate to other businesses? How do you communicate to your, your other prospects and your customers? So let's go through it. Let's go through the hot list. And w- what we want to bring up is the easiest and best and most uh, the, the ones that get the best results, right? It's all about ROI these days. And if you can't get a return on your investment when it comes to outreach, then guess what? You should be looking at different ways to get that return. You're trying to open up the communication channels, getting people to respond, getting them emotive, getting them focused on your message. So let's go through the hot list, the top five ways that you can communicate with your database in the very simplest and easiest way possible that will generate the largest return for you. Okay, so let's go through it. Number one, this is still the one of the best ways to communicate with your entire database. All right, it's been around for a while. And it goes back to the days, if you remember, American Online, right? You got your first internet account and you, you get a CD in the mail. Right, and then all of a sudden you have this free internet, a uh, couple hours that you can actually engage with, and you get you got get on there, you get hooked. And what is one of the first things that AOL does for you? Well, they actually gave you an email address, and this email address suddenly opened it up so way, that way you could communicate with people electronically, and they could communicate with you electronically all through the interwebs, and send you messages that you could could flow into your inbox and that you could take a look at them later. And so these days, the internet, as far as email, has changed dramatically. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy what's happened with email as far as, you know, deliverability and all that stuff and people looking at, op- you know, the open rates on them. And I have to say, to this day, email is still recognized as one of the top ways to actually communicate with your database. Wouldn't you say, Ira? Absolutely. One of the key things about making emails work for you is subject lines. Subject lines are everything. You can have an amazing uh, email that has incredible content, but if it's just a ho-hum, boring uh, subject line, they're going to go right past that because a lot of times you have less than a second to really grab their eyes and grab their attention. And if it's something that's compelling, uh, they're going to stop, and you'll be amazed the difference. We've seen campaigns that have doubled and tripled in conversion just by changing the subject line. Corey, what are some good subject lines? Yeah, I mean, it's good subject lines. I mean, first of all, you're just trying to get them to open it, right? So you're sending out an email message. It's got body content in there. And in order for your community to really experience the content, they have to first open that letter up. That's why the subject line is so very critical. And we've come up with quite a few of them. I mean, we've used the, uh, you know, ones, here's what we tend to focus on, ones that sound very personal to that person, you know, and, and ones that are just interesting, intriguing, and don't tell the full story, but are, are interesting enough to get them to want to get a glimpse at even more. Right, that's the whole point. You're giving, you you're just getting a couple lines in there to use. So we've used uh, lines like, you know, bad news. Right, people are interesting when it comes to bad news. Is that they want to hear the bad news and they want to know what the bad news is because this could very much affect them. So, so they'll open it up just to see what. Well, there's bad news. What is it? It's, it's like the, the rubberneck approach, right? You, you're driving along, you see an accident, and you want to see what's going on. What's going on over there? 
right? That's how people are when it comes to that term. So bad news, that's a great subject line. And, and then you go into your message content, say, oh, the bad news is, is that we're about to run out of XYZ product. The good news is, is we still have about, you know, what, 100 left. And now it's your opportunity to get these copies before they're all gone. Right, something like that, where you're spelling out a very simple bad news problem, but it's sandwiched on the other side with a good news problem. The good news is you can still get it. We still have it available, or you're going to get it for free or something like that. That's kind of a great subject line that you can use, but we've come up with some great ones that get people to entice and, and open up, and, and that's where you can get a lot of interactions going because, I mean, you could get a lot of people responding back to your email message. Simple for them. All they got to do is hit the reply button, and then all of a sudden, they can communicate you in a very rapid fashion. What are the other great things about using email as your medium of choice for communicating, Ira? Well, instead of one-to-one, it's one-to-thousands, even tens-of-thousands, and you can you know, directly go into their home within the push of a button, you can be communicating with 5,000, 10,000 people simultaneously. And what's nice is you can you can do this on a consistent basis. You want to be real careful. You don't over-communicate with your audience. So it comes across as you never want to come across like you're pitching and selling to your audience. What you want to do, the secret is to always give value, always to give way more than that what they ever thought that they would get. Send out information that they would find intriguing. Right now, there's a video that's going viral. It's Jim Carrey, who just did a commencement, commencement speech at a university, and it's about a 26-minute video that is absolutely amazing. And so I got this from someone who sent this out as, a, oh, by the way, look what I found. This is incredible. And I have since passed this on to many, many people. I remember the person that sent me that, and that really, you know, a year from now, that will still stick in my mind. So that person dramatically increased their social capital with me because they gave me something of value. Yeah, so there's great things that you can do with email marketing. You can send people videos, send people great quotes, great stories, testimonials. You can give them pieces of content that they, can, they can't get anywhere else. You can invite them to events. I mean, just imagine that. You've got this entire database here, and at the drop of a hat, you can send a little email and send them a message about your upcoming event that's going on and why they should attend and why they should get involved. You know, so the sky's the limit when it comes to having an actual email database because when you have it, you can use it in so many different ways. And it's very easy. All you got to do is take the time and actually sit down and write out your message and then send it off to those folks, right? And you can kind of spruce it up and make it look nice with different images and have a designer do that and help you with that. Or you could keep it very simple, a very simple me to you message that seems like you just made it and wrote it just for them. So that's one of the cool things about building a database is especially if you're using email, Boom, it's a great way to do that. So I want to go on to the next item. What's the second biggest way you can communicate with your database, your raving fans, that will have the largest effect? And that second thing is video, right? Building a YouTube channel, building a video streaming you know, uh, channel where you actually have content or videos or, you know, it, uh, that are interesting with, with compelling information about how they can use your services, about how, the, how they can do X, Y, and Z. Maybe you're teaching them something that they didn't know before. Maybe you're just entertaining them on, a, on another topic. I mean, you can do so much with video, right, Ira? Absolutely. I mean, 
A one-minute video has the same emotional impact as 1.8 million written words. I'm going to repeat that. A one-minute video has the same emotional impact as 1.8 million written words. If you're not using video, you are so missing the boat. And a a video will trump thousands and thousands of emails because you're making that connection. It's almost like you transported yourself through the internet right to that person's home, to their office or whatever, or it's like you jumped on an airplane for 30 seconds to visit this person. So it's almost like beam me up technology right now today. And what's nice about video, what cost five, ten, twenty thousand dollars ten years ago now is pretty much free. So Price is not even an issue here because you can shoot amazing videos using your phone. Every phone has high def, and it's all about storytelling. It's all about connection. 90% of all communication is nonverbal. You know, uh, voice inflection, how we look, how we sound, our body movements, all those things. So people make a judgment call in the first three to five seconds when they meet you. So when they see a video, particularly if you're going to talk to them later on, and they see you on video two, three, four times, they're going to feel like they actually have met you and they know you on a personal level. And we've had this happen, you know, thousands and thousands of times. So video is a great way to communicate and you can use your email marketing database in order to send out your videos to all those people that are following you. It's great and there's nothing like it. So, uh, you know, build a, build a video channel on YouTube. Go to YouTube. If you don't have one, an account already, just sign up. It's simple. Just go to YouTube.com. And by the way, YouTube is the second most popular search engine on the planet right behind Google. So what does this all mean? I mean, I'll tell you a little story. Whenever I need to find out how to do something, right, like a while back, I was trying to figure out something with Excel spreadsheets, right? There was something I wanted to do. I was trying to run some numbers on something, and there was a little function. I didn't quite know how to do it. So what did I do? I actually went to YouTube and asked YouTube, hey, how do I do X, Y, and Z? And boom, all of a sudden I got up numerous videos that was explaining the exact way to do what I was looking to do. And what was cool about it is I watched a video, I watched a tutorial, and all of a sudden, boom, I was, I was knowledgeable enough to go ahead and do what I sought to do in the beginning. And it, it saved me all kinds of time. You know what? I don't have to sit there trying to figure it out. That's the coolest part is I just go to YouTube and YouTube will tell me how to do it. So whenever there's something that I need to know how to do, one of my biggest things is I want it on video because that's the easiest way for me to learn. You know, it's got the audio. It's got the visual. It's really spelling it out for you. And it's reliable. It's people just like you that are just walking you through the exact steps on how to do something. You know, on my car, just, you know, I was trying to figure out actually, um, you know, it said the coolant was low in my BMW. And so I, you know, I just, instead of going to a mechanic and and, uh, paying mechanic to, you know, maybe charge me too much on this something, I just, I just looked it up on YouTube. And then I, you know, I, I fixed the problem right away, put some distilled water in there and then boom, that solved the issue. That was really awesome. And I learned all of that from YouTube, from a simple just little YouTube search on my mobile phone. So when you're, when you're thinking about educating your people, I got to say video is, is the best way to do that, to spell out your information and your message to everybody around the world. Yeah, I would agree. And you want to build that rapport 
<clears throat> you want to build that you want to build that deep emotional connection and don't forget about humor don't forget about having a good time with your clients with your prospects with your community because when you get people laughing and smiling you really draw them in and then that's that's a key element too many people nowadays are too uptight they take themselves too seriously and that really repels others away from you. So the lighter you can be, the more fun you can be. I mean, really deep down inside of all of us, you know, we're all children. We all want to have fun. I mean, that's really, that's really a big, big part of all of us who we are. And what happens is as we get older, it's easy to have the, you know, the child in you, the part that wants to have fun, sort of gets suffocated. But if you can really ignite that child within other people and pull that out of them, People will be drawn to you like the Pied Piper because, you know, you look at somebody like, say, a Jim Carrey or all these comedians, people flock and thousands and thousands of people will go there. Why? Because they want to laugh. They want to have fun. They want to really, they want to get in touch with that part of them. So when you're communicating, always keep that in mind. Have fun with your audience. Have fun with your brand. That's Richard Branson's big, big quote as far as success for his multi-billion dollar you know, empire. So get a YouTube channel and throw some videos on there. You can film them with your your phone. You can you film them with a cell phone or you can film them with an actual HD camera or have somebody help you with it. But constantly and reliably just keep building your video library. And what's cool about it is once you build it, I mean, it's on there. I mean, you just, you know, a lot of times we'll do FAQ videos. And if somebody has a question about something, we'll just send them directly to the video that will do all the answering for us. And it's like leverage. It's like cloning yourself, cloning your message. And then that's how you end up developing even more fans because people will be searching around the YouTube interwebs and they'll be looking for a certain topic. And if you have a video related to that and it's properly been indexed, then boom, they search for something, you come up, and all of a sudden you've got a new fan. You've got more traffic. You've got new leads that you didn't have before. And it was all because you decided to educate all using video and building your community. So it's a really fabulous way to do that. So that was number two. Let's go on to number three. What's the number three way? Remember, we've got five main ways that are the most... The, the best ways you can possibly communicate with your raving fan database. The next one is Facebook. Okay, Facebook is pretty awesome because, you know, as far as building and, and bridging the gap between people's personal lives and their professional lives, there's no better place than Facebook to do that because, you know, you get to see all the emotions and the thoughts that people have and what's exciting to them and what's going on in their life, the pictures with their family, the pictures with their friends. You know, what are they up to at any given moments? What are they doing for the weekend? You get to get really personal with people about what, they're, what they love and what they love to do and who they are. And so Facebook, I like Facebook. I mean, as far as business and generating leads, you know, I think there's better methods out there. We use a lot of LinkedIn in order to do that. But as far as building relationships with your people and having them know who you are, I think Facebook is one of the best ways to do that. Wouldn't you say, Ira? Absolutely. I mean, we, as an example, let's say you're doing an event and, you know, you have a promo code and maybe it's a $300 event. You give them the promo code. Maybe they can come as your guests. Now they feel special. And what you could do, and we've done this in the past, 
the people will, that person that signs up for the event will then create a page for them and give them a promo code and then they can send it out to their friends and we tell them anybody that you owe a favor to, you can give them this and they can come as your guests and you can save them $300. So what we did was we really spun it in such a way that they're, you know, they're the hero, they're going to get the credit and then those people that are going to receive that message from those people they have a connection with will show up for that event. We did that about, I think it was four years ago, and we did this, and in 10 days with that one step, we got 400, over 400 people to show up at an event that we only thought were going to, in the beginning, all they wanted was 50 people. And that was, uh, we tracked it, and we still have stats to this day on that. But that was, that was wouldn't you say that was a single thing that we did that really turned the corner, on, along with getting on the phone and calling these people? Yeah, it was all about viral nature and and building the relationships and offering great stuff and we did it through yeah a lot of social media so that was that was one fabulous way we've used facebook in order to do that and how do you do this right what are the steps in order to build a following on facebook and all of that well it's very simple make sure that you have you know facebook icons on your websites you can even put them on your business cards you know include them in your email broadcasts and just make sure it's everywhere so that way that's somewhere that people can communicate with you on a daily basis and once they start following you and seeing your stuff, now you can post out to them again and keep reminding them about who you are and, and building that relationship. Get very close to them and posting up very valuable information or even personal things that help them understand you and help them want to be even closer and want to get you to know you even more. I mean, it's crazy what can happen through good videos and through good social marketing as far as building that that fan base. So... Facebook is the next one. So uh, we're going to go, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we are going to talk about next, the, the next two items, the hot list, right? We've got five items that will help you build the best relationships with your fan base. We've already gone through three of them. That's email marketing, that's YouTube, and also Facebook. We're going to go through the other two when we come back in just a moment. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Listen for MD Radio on the Voice America Variety Channel. That's Muscular Development Radio. Every Monday, your host, Sean Ray, will take you inside the world of bodybuilding and health and fitness. The show will feature Hall of Fame bodybuilders, trainers, judges, and the future champions of tomorrow. Plus, you'll be invited to participate in our call-in Ask the Pros feature. And our nutritional spotlight will feature products that can help you achieve your fitness goals. MD Radio is broadcast live Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. 
VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to the mojo marketing edge to reach the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to connect at mojovideomarketing.com now back to this week's show and we're back. We are talking about right now the number way, the number one ways that you can actually communicate with your database, your raving fans, your following, your communities. And we got the hot list, the five ways, the five top ways that you can actually do this that get the highest amount of results and that, that are actually very relatively inexpensive for you to do. In fact, most of these shouldn't be very expensive at all. And with a little bit of effort and a little bit of rolling up your sleeves and diving in, you can fully leverage yourself and get in front of a lot of people in a very short amount of time and build that relationship. So let's go over the fourth way, the number four way that we have found as far as generating a database and messaging them out and getting a return is mobile marketing. It's text message marketing. It's SMS marketing. And I love mobile marketing. Ira, why, what, what, why should everybody start looking at mobile marketing and, and more importantly, text message marketing when it comes to communicating with their database? Well, first of all, the average person is looking at their phone over 100 times a day. It, we're, it, we're tethered to our phones. And, you know, we all, maybe every few days or once a week, we, you know, for, for you know, 30 seconds or a minute, we misplaced our phone, we go into a panic. Everybody has their phone with them. So it's kind of like they asked Jesse James, you know, why do you rob banks? And he says, well, that's where the money is. And so why do you use mobile? Because that's where everybody is at. You need to do that. Text messaging is the hottest thing there is right now. If you want to communicate with people that are not answering the phone, which is almost everybody, and it's interesting, everyone has their phone with them, but if you call them, they won't pick up many times. But if you text message them, they will respond. 97 out of 100 people will look at that message in under three minutes. That's important. And I know that when I send a text message out, I make it very brief. Um, I don't tell them what it's about. I just ask them to call me. Uh, And if you go into a long explanation, I think that you're missing something there. Sometimes I'll just say, you know, if it's a prospect, I'll just say, you know, call me when you have a moment, great news. And I put my phone number in there. But people love text messages and we use them all day long because there's nothing right now at this moment that will get people to respond back quicker than that. Yeah, it's it's amazing because, uh, and you know, I, I was right. I mean, there's lots of ways to use mobile marketing. I mean, there's Messaging out to prospects on a one-on-one basis, you can always get a hold of somebody on their phone, their cellular device using text messaging, whereas, you know, they might not pick up. Uh, And the way we're talking about using mobile marketing and text message marketing is to actually build a database of your prospects that would love to hear from you on their cell phones. Not just their prospects, but I'm talking about your, also your, your actual clients and customers as well. And this is pretty exciting because 
you know, everybody always looks at their text message inbox. It's an easy way to get in front of people, and you can deliver content right to them. In fact, these days, you can actually send videos to people all through text messaging. That's that's something cool that we have actually developed here at Mojo Video Marketing. We've been doing mobile and video since longer than YouTube has. We've been mobile encoding our videos and, and created a platform that does just that. So if you'd like to hear more information about that, all you got to do is go to our website, mojovideomarketing.com, and get some details. And then you can also dial us. Our phone number is right on there. And, and dial us up and, in order to get all that, uh, all that content and details. But, you know, for instance, SMS, it's a great way to communicate. I've, I'm on a list right now for one of my favorite sandwich shops. And, you know, a couple times a week they're sending me a, a text message that they're sending to everybody, right? It's not personalized just to me, but they're sending it out and, you know, they have little specials or little free offers in there. And it really compels you to go back to that place because, you know, honestly, it's it's become my favorite place mostly because they've communicated with me in a very excellent way. Whereas, you know, it, potentially I could have just forgot about that place and hardly ever gone there. But because they do such a kick-butt job of communicating with me, you know, I'm, I, I notice them and I go to their place a lot more than I would otherwise. And it's because they have mastered the art of text messaging. And what's important these days, in order to do that, you really have to get opt-ins, right? It's some, not something where you can just go harvest phone numbers and start text messaging everybody willy-nilly and creating a database like that. You know, that, that used to work back in the, the Wild West days of SMS. Guess what? Those do not work anymore. It's not like email. You can just go grab some emails and, and messaging out. I mean, we're talking, you know, people's phones. They hold that in a a, a huge privacy uh, level. They want to make sure that that's kept very private and very secure. And so you really have to get what's called an opt-in. And an opt-in basically says that you have their permission to send them text messaging. Okay, so even though text messaging gets huge open rates and huge responses, there is still uh, some very careful protocols in place in order to make sure you do that. But listen, it's not all that difficult to build a great text messaging database if you so desire. I mean, you could offer, in order for them to get into your text message database, you could offer them all kinds of free goodies, some free information, some free video series, you know, maybe some initial discounts or something like that, and boom, you're doing it in, in exchange for their phone number, and all of a sudden, you can communicate with them on a regular basis, all to their cell phone. So there's lots of uh, ways that companies can use this. Like I said, I'm on a restaurant phone list. You can do that. You know, we've got clients that we message out content to where we'll shoot a quick video and then we'll send them a text message video with great education that they can open right up there on their cell phone. So there's lots of other great ways to use text messaging. For us, it's one of our favorites because of the response rate. Now, we put it forth instead of a little bit higher up because you do have to build an opt-in database and get that permission. So that's the only kind of caveat there when it comes to text messaging. But it's fabulous, and we do suggest that you use it right away. Anything else on text messaging, Ira, before we move on? Well, just I think the most important thing is, you know, like Corey said, be careful how you use it. There are some things in place, and you want to be respectful of how you use this. One of the things I want to just kind of segue into this also is, you know, it's as you're building your database, if you just added five people a day that you communicated with for the first time, whether it was online, offline, at an event, at the end of a year, you're going to have close to 2,000 people 
that are in your database that you didn't have before that you're nurturing and you're building that community. So be aware of that. Set yourself some goals. Okay, this month I want to add, you know, I want to add five or maybe this month you're really going to push it hard. I want to add 10 people a day to my database. So in one month, I want to add 300 new people and start to really add value and, and, and give them content they're going to deem extremely valuable. So at the end of a year, if you did that consistently, and it really isn't that hard to do, you would have added you know, close to 4,000 people in your database. So in a period of a couple years doing that consistently, you're one of those people that would have a database of close to 10 thousand people. Imagine that for a moment, how powerful that would be. And it's all about separating yourself from everyone else. It's all about storytelling. It's all about how compelling are your messages. Are your messages thought evoking? Are they do they trigger emotion? Or are they just sort of bland and they just sort of put people to sleep? You know, you want to have things that are challenging, that are provocative, that maybe create some friction, ask some great questions, have fun with your audience, but be, don't be afraid to be out of the box. Wouldn't you agree, Corey? Yeah, I mean, the, what we're going through here is the things that have worked the best for us. And especially if you get more creative and think outside the box, you're going to get better results. And so that's why this is all very important. And so thank you, Ira, for kind of going through the math. Because if you look at it, this is all very obtainable for a lot of people. And don't think about that you have to have, you know, a thousand, you know, you don't have to have tens of thousands of people in your database. In fact, you know, Seth Godin was saying something that, you know, an individual artist needs only a thousand true fans in her tribe. It's enough. That's what he says. That's what he says in tribes. We need you to lead us. His book. So just think about that. Do, you know, don't get too overwhelmed. What you really need to do is build that relationship with your very close fan base. Don't focus on getting tens of thousands of followers right off the bat because you know what? Then you're setting yourself up to have huge expectations and to fall short. Okay? We're talking about reliably increasing your profitability. And part of that is being realistic with your goals. So focus on some really kick-butt relationships and don't try and go crazy and have millions of fans and followers right off the bat. It's just not going to work, okay? So let's go on to the number fifth way that we love to actually build relationships with your tribe, with your fans, your followers, and your community, okay? Because what we've been talking about right now is is one-way communications that can, in fact, turn into two-way communications, right? With SMSing, you're pushing out messages there. Facebook, you're pushing out, you're pushing out messages, and then you get some response back and, and get the interactions going. Email marketing, same thing. You're pushing something out there and getting responses back. YouTube, you put a video on there. People engage, and they watch it, and they want to watch other videos of yours. Now, the next one is actually pretty critical because it actually, it actually gets you almost face-to-face with your prospects and it, it rapidly. And what's cool about it is you don't have to go traveling halfway around the globe in order to do this and, and set meeting up times where you can actually meet them face-to-face. No, you can do this all virtually. And so the fifth way that we love to communicate with our audiences is having virtual events. And this is in terms of webinars or teleseminars. Those are great virtual events. Uh, so let's go into it. Ira, kind of define for us what a teleseminar is and how people can use it. Well, I love teleseminars because they're simple and they're easy 
And you can, as an example, you can go to freeconferenceline.com and get a free account and you'll have what's called a bridge line. And on that bridge line, you can invite, you know, a, you know 100 people or whatever it is. Uh, and of course, if it gets beyond a certain number, you have to add on. But, you know, if you had, say, 50 people every week or 100 people on that week, even if it's 10 people, it doesn't even matter. You have to start somewhere. And then on that call, you could have one once a week. You could have one every other week. You could have one once a month and you pick a topic and that topic is something that everyone that's on that call would find very valuable you might even want to have a guest on there that you can do the do the conversation with and then pull people in and have them send messages in advance or questions so now you have a it's interactive and you can have people that are actually chiming in you can unmute the people you can mute them so there's a lot of different ways you can you can structure that venue but that is it's simple and it's easy and people don't get tripped up going to a teleconference yeah and this is what's cool about this is that you know it's 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 a live event i mean people really you know you can actually open up the lines that can interact with you they can communicate with you and people love that i mean i just i just got back over the weekend it was my birthday and i went to to go see a concert in los angeles it's called the playboy jazz festival and i went really to just go see one musician his name is alan stone and he's my favorite musician i've heard his cd his album about a hundred times at least and, you know, what's interesting about all of this is that there's nothing like going and seeing them live. And people really like that. They want to interact with that. And they will, you know, people will pay for that. They'll, they, they will, you know, put in their calendar. They'll show up. I mean, we've had people show up at 3 a.m. their time where we're hosting it at a certain time in, in our time zone. And it might be, a, you know, halfway across the world might be 3 a.m., but they're still showing up because that's how important it is that they get to interact on that level. And so, yeah, teleseminars are great. Webinars are great. Webinars are like teleseminars where uh, you're, you're speaking to your audience, but you're also showing visuals. So on webinars, you can actually show your screen and actually teach and educate and show slides on your screen or go to the Google and actually show some step-by-step methods on how to do something that they might want to know about. And, you know, take questions from the audience and, and start answering them. And, and so there's really great ways to do that. I mean, we use GoToMeeting. That's a great webinar platform. It's, uh, I think they got some free trials or something like that that you can use. You just go to GoToMeeting.com. That's GoToMeeting.com. If you don't already have an account, if you do, you probably already realize the awesomeness that is GoToMeeting and webinars and how you can use that. I mean, you know, we're always doing webinars and interacting with our folks and educating them and just doing them for fun because at the end of the day, our, our tribe, our following loves the content that we provide and we want to provide as, max, as much maximum value as possible. So I would say that's very simple. Sign up for one of those uh, live accounts at, uh, you know, live webinar accounts at GoToMeeting. There's some other ones out there that you can utilize. I mean, like WebEx, I think that's another one that's out there that's very popular. But you just go to Google and look up, you know, webinar platform and you'll find a whole bunch of them. And our favorite is GoToMeeting just because we've been using it probably about four years at least, maybe five years. 
and it just works like a charm and people get to interact you get to unmute people and have them ask questions live on the on the air so it's it's a really great way to get that interaction just spruced up with your database so those are the top five ways that you can communicate with your database you know we talked about email marketing we talked about using video and getting a YouTube account talked about interacting through Facebook and getting personal and building those relationships on personal familiar details we talked about you know SMS and then we also talk about live teleseminar events so uh, we've we've gone through all of those there's many other ways to do that too on top of that like phone calls you know like LinkedIn like blogging like dire- you know direct mail pieces wishing people happy birthday so we don't quite have time to go through all of those things and exactly how you can use them because we are about to wrap up this program uh, but what we wanted to do is just talk about building that following that community those raving fans and how do you best communicate with them how do you do it easier? How do you get the best response from it and really grow your business and profitability? Ira, we just got a couple seconds left. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Well, real quickly, after discussing, we really covered a wide range of things under the uh, title of, you know, building your database and building your, your following. But look at this, ask yourself this question, you know, normally 90% of our day is non-revenue producing. So as you go through your your day, your week, your month, keep track of how you're spending your time. And that to me is really important. It all ties back to what we're talking about here. You know, how is your day planned and, you know, what do you do during your day to really monetize that? But, you know, get focused on building your database, have some numbers, say, okay, every, every Every month, I want to add this many people to my database. You've got to have something to shoot for. Hold yourself accountable. Set a goal. Make it very specific. Make it tangible. Give yourself a timeline. You know, what are the obstacles? What are the rewards? What are the solutions? And go through that whole process. And that's how you get things done. All right. Thank you very much. This has been the Mojo Marketing Edge. This is Corey Michael Sanchez. We have Mr. Ira Rosen. We'll see you in the next program. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in to the Mojo Marketing Edge with Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez again next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next week.